Welcome to another edition of Spotlight on Natural Resources. I'm Bill Wastner. With me is John Church. Hi, John. Hi, Bill. So today we're going to talk about rain gardens. And the natural first question is, what is a rain garden? Well, that, that's a good overall question. It, I, thank you, John. Uh, right. Thank and you. I guess way, typically the way I'd respond to that are, are two things. One, a rain garden is to some ex- uh, aspect a, a typical garden, and usually it's a flower-type garden. But secondly, it performs more than just an aesthetic type of purpose in the yard and, and in the landscape. The whole purpose of rain gardens is to help us deal with stormwater issues around oh. the home area. And then the other question we sometimes get, or people get in their uh, misconception, is that a rain garden is the same thing as a water garden. And it's not. A rain garden is not a water garden. It's not a pond. It's not standing water. A rain garden is simply an area that you typically plant uh, uh, flowering-type plants in, although others can be planted too. And you have an area of that garden then that will take water in and infiltrate better than potentially other places in the yard. Interesting. So I made that uh, incorrect assumption as well, that a water garden was the same thing uh, as a rain garden. So you you aren't probably planting the same sorts of things because water isn't going to be there constantly. Right. Especially in, in the base of the rain garden, you might have somewhat similar plants because you want plants that can stand a, a little bit of a, a wet feet situation for a couple of days as water gets a chance to infiltrate and go down through the soil. But as you move up to the edges of the rain garden, uh, typically they aren't underwater or have that much uh, water on their root system for that long a period of time. So you're not going to do anything like lilies or anything that expects constant water. Right. Those are more for a, a pond or a water garden situation. So so I can't put koi in my rain uh, rain garden. You could, but they won't last. <laughs> not not past the uh, the first uh, shortage of rain. So why would you do this? Why, in particular, would you have a rain garden versus a water garden versus a regular garden? Well, again, the rain garden is designed, and the reason that they have been really getting a lot more uh, publicity and interest is they are designed to help some environmental features around the home and basically uh, to deal with stormwater issues. And what we've seen is that one, of course, we have a lot more stormwater issues in some of our suburbanizing areas because we don't have as many places for, for water to infiltrate. It just seems to run off into the storm sewer. And then secondly, we've seen more of an environmental interest on the part of individual homeowners. They see this big, complex environmental issue, but then they'll say, well, you know, what can I do as an individual? Well, here's a case where as an individual you can try to manage the stormwater from your home and lot right there on your own lot. So you can actually take some action as an individual that helps the environment and uh, also uh, gives you some aesthetic beauty in the yard. So are communities encouraging this kind of thing or uh, do they have concerns about it? I think it's it's a case of both. I think we're seeing much more acceptance. We've even seen some communities that are encouraging it through the aspect of having homeowner programs, uh, grant programs, uh, communities that share some costs in putting in a rain garden that might not only help the yard runoff but help a little bit with street runoff. So we're seeing those sorts of things happen. Now, we still have some issues with communities that possibly have old ordinances that, that uh, don't allow for some of these types 
types of plantings, but we're seeing a movement uh, away from that, and people are starting to understand why we have native plantings and why we have things like rain gardens. So are they effective beyond whether the communities like it or dislike it? Do they do what they're supposed to do? If they're constructed correctly and you're on the uh, correct soil type and so on, uh, yes, they're, they're effective. University of Wisconsin and University of Minnesota have both done quite a bit of work in both the quantity issue as well as the uh, water quality issue. And rain gardens can uh, certainly take uh, a lot of the storm water that's coming off the rooftops and actually infiltrate that rather than running it off. And then University of Minnesota has some data that shows that they're pretty effective, too, at actually reducing the uh, nutrient and pollutant load that might typically be running from the yard into the storm sewer. Now it's going down into uh, the rain garden soil profile. Yeah, that would would definitely be an advantage. So what are some of the particular design or implementation issues that a gardener should be aware of as they're planning a, uh, a rain garden? Well, there's some real basic things, and then you have to maybe get a little bit more specific and a little bit more complex. But basically, again, remember that a rain garden is not a water garden, so it should not hold water. The water should be able to move into that soil profile, certainly within 48 hours, if not 24 hours. And uh, secondly, in order for it to do that, in some places you may actually have to amend the soil mix that you're starting with to get a better infiltration type of bed. And again, when you build these, you build them so that you have the bottom of the garden. It's kind of like a shallow bowl, and it might be a smaller one or a larger one, depending on how much water you anticipate. But uh, typically, it's built like kind of a shallow bowl. And at the base of the bowl, you have kind of a flat area that will hold the water long enough so it can infiltrate. And then you move up around the edges of the bowl, and those create kind of a berm area. So as the water might potentially get a little bit higher before it infiltrates, you hold it within that bowl. And then some are also made with a uh, with a uh, overflow type of system, too, so that it can overflow the berm uh, in case it does get full. And, and go in the right direction. And, and go typically where it would have before into the storm sewer. Mm-hmm. So um, it's almost uh, a reverse of what you would look for in a water garden, which you want to be sealed in some way. It, perhaps uh, you might have a clay surrounding you don't want clay in this kind of thing. You you would want a, a gravel underlayment or uh, something that's very permeable, perhaps a sand, so that it can, can go down through. Typically what we'll see in many Midwestern suburban type of home situations is the uh, clay type soils. Many times the topsoil has been scraped away with a good organic matter and uh, so we get down into subsoil type conditions that are higher in clay content. And in those cases what we uh, will recommend typically is potentially some sand or that type of material, but also a, a good soil mix with some organic matter worked back in, mm-hmm. some good compost, those types of things to increase organic matter, increase the soil aggregation so it takes water in better. You don't want water to stand, and as long as the water doesn't stand for a period of a couple of days, um, then uh, we don't have a mosquito problem. That's always a big issue. You know, right. Are we going to have mosquitoes? Well, as long as the water infiltrates and doesn't stand, it will interrupt that breeding cycle. And and you look for, as you say, something that um, has a turnaround time of a couple days. If it goes up to a week, then you might have more of a problem. Right. You don't want water standing in there more than 48 hours, probably at the longest. Now, that doesn't mean the soil at the base of the rain garden won't maintain some moisture, but you wouldn't have standing water. So is now a good time to do your planning or start um, 
setting up for something like this? Right. Fall and uh, spring are good planting times. Uh, sometimes putting uh, the plants in as plugs in the spring is a better option. But certainly this fall, you could get some of the construction-type work done and then uh, make sure you have some cover so you don't have erosion during the winter. But you at least could get some design work done, maybe some uh, dirt work done this fall, and, and even to some extent some planting too. Sounds good. Uh, are there websites we should be looking at? Probably uh, one of the best ones is to go to the University of Wisconsin Extension website, and actually it's in combination with Wisconsin uh, Department of Natural Resources. Do a search for rain gardens and University of Wisconsin Extension. Very good. For another edition of Spotlight on Natural Resources, this has been Bill Wasner and John Church. Thank you.